I see God do work through our kids from from our kindergartners to our 12th graders. Um, we see God do work and we just show up and watch God mow the grass. This is the Unseen Story, first-hand accounts that reveal God's love and power in the lives of His children. What God has done for our storytellers, He lives to do for you. The Unseen Story is a nonprofit that relies on financial support from listeners like you. Please visit our website, theunseenstory.org, to find out how you can partner with us today. Hey, everybody. Happy Wednesday. It's good to be back with you. We have an amazing uh, story today. One of, uh, one of my, I don't know him that well, but he's, he, I would just call him one of my favorite people. Just, <laughs> he's really cool, uh, great guy, uh, and a minister. Uh, well, his prophecy was a magnet to the youth, and I can see that because he's really cool uh-huh. and uh, just, just a great dude. So. Yeah, I think he um, he exudes joy. Yeah, you can hear his excitement for what God is doing mm-hmm. through Forerunner Mentoring, which is a, a ministry that I have been involved with. I used to shoot photography for them back in the day, and uh, it's just an amazing ministry here in the Dallas area, in Lake Allen specifically. So. Yeah, this is a really fun story, so we hope you guys enjoy it. You're listening to Darius's story. Faith moves. Hey, I'm Darius Person. I am a husband. I'm a father. I am a youth coordinator here in Dallas, Texas at Forerunner Mentoring. I'm from Jackson, Tennessee, born and raised. Met my wife in Memphis, Tennessee. And yeah, the Lord led us to Dallas years ago. And I love to share that story with you all. In Tennessee, I was on Young Life staff for some years and I left Young Life in 2019. And I just took six months off to figure out what was next. And I had a dream. And in that dream, my wife and I, we had kids. And they had Dallas um, Cowboys jerseys on. And the oldest one was a boy. And they were blurred out, but I knew, like, they were our kids. So I was like, huh, I'm a dreamer. Like, I dream a lot. God speaks to me through dreams. And I told my wife about it, and she was like, wow, like, that's exciting because she wanted kids. And then she... Um, began to experience, you know, signs as well for Dallas. So we visited a a, a cousin, and he gave us a tour of Dallas um, and all those things, and we went back to Memphis, and I just felt uneasy, and I just felt this urge to map out more details and figure out ways to get to Dallas, right? So I started putting in job applications, kept getting denied and I was like what's going on here God like you trying to get us to Dallas or whatever so so we visited Dallas again but this time just us um no distractions we just were here got a hotel we're praying and my wife gets an email from one of our old mentors from like high school and they had a conference here 
that same day she got the email. So we were like, huh, we should go to this. So we go to the conference and the person speaking, he pointed at us and he like brought us out and he was like, hey, I feel like I should pray for y'all. Yeah, like something's going on with y'all. I can, I can just sense it. What is it? And we were like, yeah, God is leading us to Dallas and we don't know what's his plan, what's his purpose for us here, but we're here. And so he prayed for us or whatever. And we get to our car and there was a car right next to us with this couple and they asked us to roll our window down so they could speak to us. And they were like, we have the same exact story. Years ago, God told us to move to Dallas. And I think it's something going on with us being parked right next to y'all because we seen y'all go up there to be prayed for, but we were like, we don't want to be weird. We don't want to be awkward. So we just pray for y'all, but y'all are parked right next to us. Do y'all want to go to dinner? So we were like, yeah, like, yeah, like, let's go to dinner. Like, never met these people before <laughs> uh, in our life. And so we go to dinner, and, um, I mean, they encouraged us. They began to, like, tell us how everything began to um, unfold for them. So we we uh, got their numbers. We stayed in contact. And about two weeks later, I just felt um, God say to me, you got three weeks to move. And I was like, wow. So my my background... I never grew up stable. I mean, I was homeless at 16. So I like, like I'm used to transitions. Like it doesn't bother me, but my wife is the only child, you know, was nurtured well, um, got both parents. Um, so it, you know, it took her a while to get on board. So during these um, three weeks um, where I'm just like, God, like you want us to up and move. But I mean, we have like, we don't have a job in Texas. Nothing's lined up. You get a call from the couple and they were like, okay, so we've been praying for y'all and we have a five bedroom house. God want y'all to come stay with us until y'all figure out what's going on. And we was like, all right, I guess that's the sign to just up and move. So my wife just quits her job, but they asked her, could she work remote? So I feel like that was God, you know, honoring her in that. So we just packed up a U-Haul and got to Texas, stayed with the couple. And guess what happened? COVID hit. And that's why God said we had three weeks. And none of us could have ever imagined COVID happening in our lifetime. Um, so, yeah, so I got the quickest job I could at a warehouse. Three months in, I was laid off from that job. I say around about three months after that, I feel led to Google youth ministry jobs here in Dallas and came across Forerunner Mentoring and applied for the role. I started that I had an opportunity for someone to start a high school program. And I'm a self-starter. Um, I know God has wired me to reach youth. And I was prophesied over when I was um, 16, 17, that I would be a magnet to youth. So I applied for the role, got the job, but we were like, how are we going to build a high school program during COVID? So I was just praying to God about ideas, 
Um, our team was just praying about ideas. And this was 2020, right before school started, 2020. And uh, the fall semester um, was, was just happening. And I, I posted up across from the school with um, some donuts, um, had some chips sometimes, and I was just inviting guys to our high school program. And um, it's called Thrive. I felt led to call it Thrive. Um, invited this kid. He showed up, not the first time, but the second time. And that's how it happened. Um, guys were showing up because they didn't have nothing to do. So I felt like God kind of favored us in the sense of like, kids needed something to do. And we were the only program pretty much that were open. And I feel like God softened the hearts of parents to allow their, um, you know, boys to come. So, but we still wasn't in the high school. And I was like, we got to get in this high school. <laughs> so um, I sent the principal an email, um, you know, just talking about who we were and our vision. And she said, yeah, like, let's, let's set up a meeting. So going to the meeting and she was late to the meeting. Um, apparently something happened with the student and she finally comes in our meeting. Um, she was just apologizing. Hey, I'm sorry. We had a, we had a um, circumstance with the student and we had to attend to that. But yeah, um, tell me more about your program and you know, what all you guys have going on. So I was like, oh, cool. So yes, ma'am. So I gave her the flyer. And I began to name off the kids on the flyer, like, hey, like, these are some young men that's in our program. And uh, I was like, yeah, like, they um, attended school. And I began to name off the students. And she was like, I'm sorry, would you mind saying those students' names again? And I began to name off the students. And she said, I'm sorry, one more time. And um, I, I say a kid's name. And she said, the reason why I wasn't in this meeting was because there was a student whose home burnt down and you just named the student's name and that's the kid whose home just burnt down. His mom's in the next door. Can I bring her in? And I was like, sure, sure, yeah. So I meet his mom and his mom begins to sell the program for me. She was like, oh, my son loves this program. He's there every week. He actually takes off work just to go there. So that was the lead way of how I got into high school. And the principal was like, wow. And I can tell that she was a Christian just by her body language. She was like pointing towards the ceiling, like, okay, like, oh, like, okay, oh, okay, God, right? So, and God is just mysterious. He's divine. And my aunt, uh, who passed away years ago, um, she used to bring my cousin to our house to mow our grass. And he was like five, six years old, right? Like he can't reach a lawnmower, right? So, but she would set him up in the backyard and she would put him in a lawn chair. She would give him some lemonade. She would put some shades on him and she would mow the grass and she would pay him, right? And I think that's God towards us. We just got to show up and he mow the grass. 
I didn't do anything to get into this high school. I just <laughs> I just showed up and God mowed the grass. God's like, I got this. Like I'm just involved with you and what I'm doing. And then throughout that time, my wife and I got pregnant. And that dream that I had made sense because we got a son now and everything began to unfold. So for you listening right now, know that God wants to reveal himself. And many times in scripture, faith moved Jesus. It wasn't a prayer that, you know, moved them or good deeds that someone did for someone to move them. Faith moved them because faith is what you choose to believe. And during our time of going through our season of uncertainty, you know, we just kept showing God our faith. Another story, one day a young man left his laptop. I think that's common for a teenager, right? Like, <laughs> you know, forgetting stuff. He left his laptop at program and I showed up to the office and his laptop was on my desk. And I was like, well, I guess I'll take it later. I was like, well, I felt urged to take it then, then and there. I was like, he probably needs his laptop. He's in school. So I arrived at the school. There was a young man on the steps. He was just crying, angry. And his mom was on the phone with someone. And I go into the office. And uh, one of the principals was like, oh, my gosh, you're here. I just told that mom outside about Forerunner. And, like, I'm never at the school that early. <laughs> at the junior high school. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm normally there in the afternoons once once kids dismiss from school, go outside, talk with the mom. Um, young man joins our program, um, and he has a mentor now. And she sent us a text. Uh, she was like, I don't know what y'all did, but my son's a different person. Like, he's not that angry kid anymore. And um, he's a freshman now in the high school program. He's in Thrive. Um, this kid is just transformed. I <laughs> like, so yeah, like I see God do work through our, through our kids from, from our kindergartners to our 12th graders. Um, we see God do work and we, and we just show up and watch God mow the grass. Like I showed up to work that day, normal day, laptops on my desk. Oh, I take it to the school then boom. I'm like, okay, God. So this is what you want to do today. Okay, let's 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 do it. All right, so there there's uh, Darius's story. Come on, I just adore that guy. Um, from the minute I met him, I was like, "You are cool," and there is just something about you. Maybe it's the Lord's favor that's on him. Um, clearly from the story. Uh, he has God's favor, but I think he he has his favor because he's obedient to the call always. Mm. And I think that's really beautiful and really powerful. There's lots of little nuggets in that story, little details that I really like. Mm-hmm. Uh, first and foremost would be, um, I love the story about the his cousin and his aunt setting him up with the shades and the lemonade. <laughs> and, you know, he, we show up and God mows the grass. I think 
there's something so like that story is so simple and sweet and yet it is so profound because I think we often think we have to work, 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 work for the Lord. And he just wants us to have faith, right? Just like Darius said, he just wants us to believe and have faith in what he's telling us and to, to move on that faith. Mm -hmm. And when we move on the faith that he's given us, then we see God go to work. I mean, God mows the grass. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, he said one detail that I picked up was that he said he felt uneasy. So he, he gets this idea through the dream that he, you know, his kids were in those Dallas jerseys. Mm. And then he says he just kind of felt uneasy. He was Nothing was really happening. He couldn't find anything. He's like, well, what's up, God? But I think recognizing those little promptings. Mm. Yeah, and, it's and so not, powerful. Yeah, not letting them go. And that's like a thread throughout his story there's like prompting after prompting from from the dream and not letting it go like lord what are you trying to do here to the you have three weeks to move to the setting up shop across from the high school yeah posting up posting up up across from the high school and then um all the way to the laptop and just yeah take it to him now he might need it that's true and the posting up i thought was you know it takes a lot of courage to put yourself out there, you know, standing outside that high school, lots of kids, you know, it's a bit, this is a big high school. It's a huge high school. For those who are not in Dallas, it's, um, there might be 700 in the graduate, in the senior class, Mm -hmm. uh, four grades. uh, So you're talking thousands of students and here Darius is new to the, new to Dallas, standing out there with a, you know, couple boxes of donuts and some chips (laughs) and chips on occasion ready to love on some kids but you know you know there are some people laughing at him you know who's this weird dude yeah you know so when he was here i uh, just i was complimenting darius on his courage Mm. uh for 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 doing that you know i read something in my devotional um i think either yesterday or today and it said that uh, courage is not the absence of fear. Courage is pushing through it. Hmm. And I was like, oh my gosh. And that's what Darius did. He just pushed through. So another interesting detail I thought was the mom has lost her house through to the fire. So they're in the office, the principal's office. She brings the mom in. The mom's, you know, suffered some tragedy in her life. She just lost her house. And she's bragging on foreigner. Yeah. Uh, in the middle of, you know, some trauma, uh, I think that speaks really volumes to the impact that Foreigner had on her son and that she had and, and speaks well of the mom, just the presence of mind to uh, to be in the middle of a trauma and still unpacking the trauma and and, and be able to to praise and uh, to see what God is doing or see the good in the midst of a really bad circumstance. I think that's kind of a cool little... Oh, it's so powerful. It's so powerful. Because how how many times when we are in the midst of a storm, do we stop and think about somebody else? But when they impact you in a... Like when, when something or someone impacts you in a big way, it's like you can't... You can't help but share that, you know, kind of the same way with Jesus. Like 
if he's impacted your life in any way, shape, or form, then you can't help but share mm-hmm. that good news. And, and I think that's interesting because I think uh, the enemy often tries to keep us distracted with the little house fires, mm. the little so daily good. issues that we bump. You know, there's always stuff that's not going the way we would like. There's always some kind of battle we're fighting. And if if we don't, if we're not careful, we're missing out opportunities to 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 partner to, to yeah to see watch God mow the grass. <laughs> Amen. I mean, we have to show up and and be present in the moment to praise to to have the wherewithal, the presence of mind to to speak truth when when the opportunity arises. Mm. Come um, on, and then He does He 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 does the rest. Yeah, so good. And then. Forerunner is just doing amazing things through these young men's lives in, um, you know, from kindergarten all the way up through high school. And they have mentors just come along these boys and shepherd their hearts. And um, I challenge you, listener, if you don't know what Forerunner is or if you've never heard of them, which likely so because I have people, uh, friends, uh, and likely so, because I have friends who live in Dallas and they've never heard of Forerunner, but it's impacting Lake Highlands in a big, big way. Um, and if you go onto Instagram and search for Thrive or for Forerunner, you will see what the impact, you will see the impact a mentor relationship has on not just a boy but on a community. They have changed so much about our community and it's just such a powerful ministry. I'm just so proud to know them. Yeah. So I'll, I'll link as well in the yeah. podcast in the show notes. I'll put a link to Forerunner. So thank you, Darius. Yeah, you're awesome. Thanks for loving our kids. Love you guys. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. With every episode, we encourage you to ask Holy Spirit what He wants to say to you through this story. We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. Without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share his stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org. Thanks so much for listening.